Hi, I'm Eliza, a 16-year-old living on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. Everything's changing around me all the time, and with it, opinions are too. So I'm here to explain what's really going on in the minds of me and my friends. This week, I'm going to talk about what I'm stressed about, what I'm obsessed with, what I'm finding funny, and what I am oversharing. What I am obsessed with is animated adult shows, which sounds kind of funny, but they're actually great because they're imaginative, creative, really just interesting to watch. So some of my favorites are BoJack Horseman, Bob's Burgers, Archer, and Futurama. But the famous ones are South Park, Family Guy, you know, The Simpsons. It's interesting when you watch a few of them, you get to recognize actors' voices. Like H. John Benjamin is on Archer, and he's also on Bob's Burgers, which are two really different shows. Like Eleanor, my 10-year-old sister, is able to watch Bob's Burgers, but she is not allowed to watch Archer because it's way more crude. Actually, there's a really interesting documentary that I watched a while ago called I Know That Voice, which is a documentary about voice actors talks about how hard it is to actually be a voice actor, you know, how everyone's like, I can do this voice, but can you have a whole conversation in it? Can you do anything in that voice? That's what really proves it. And you'll see a lot of people and you're like, they played that person and that person? That's so crazy, but it's really interesting. And a lot of people you'll recognize are on there too without you even knowing who they played. So that's, I would definitely recommend that. I think it's on Netflix actually. It was really great. I've tried to force everyone I know to watch it. One of the reasons I like things like BoJack Horseman or Bob's Burgers, you know, those shows as opposed to Seth MacFarlane's type show like Family Guy or shows like South Park is because I feel like the ones I like are more safe and friendly. Like, I don't know how else to say that, but they kind of don't go after people the way those other shows do. They just are about people and families and friends and lives, even though they're ridiculous. Like, BoJack Horseman is about a horse who was a sitcom actor and now is trying to make it and have a biography written about him and it sounds ridiculous when I say that and nobody ever wants to watch it after I say that but it's like really great trust me I've conned a bunch of people into watching it and they love it so um just because it's animated doesn't mean you have to be mean to compensate for the fact that it's not actors it doesn't mean you have to make a ton of racist jokes and sexist jokes etc you can just be a show Bob's Burgers is just about a family that owns a restaurant, a burger restaurant that's not doing so great, but it's really funny, and I honestly think it's just better animated. I mean, it's adorable, and there's no part of it that couldn't totally be done with live actors. There's something way more charming about it because of the way it's done. It's just really fun to watch. Definitely one of my top things to do this week. On the flip side of that, what I'm stressed about is the SAT, which I actually took yesterday morning. I got up at 6.45, there were 10 sections and it was long and it's one of the only few times you can take it before they implement the new SAT which nobody really knows what's on it even though I've taken some practice ones of it but a lot of days I'm just doing homework for that too on top of all my other stuff so I'm pretty psyched for that to be done it's just really stressful that you go in there with so many other kids and you're all thinking the same thing and you're all stressed out about it and the routine of bubbling bubbles and you know signing the thing that says I won't tell anyone about what's on this test it's just Oh boy, it just, it gets exhausting, especially when you only have a few five-minute breaks. You know, there's always that thing where they talk about things you can't do. You can't have your phone go off while you're, or you'll be kicked out, and you can't look at other sections. And it's kind of like going through the detector at the, with the TSA. Like, I know I'm not doing anything wrong, but you're still scared they're going to catch you doing something wrong, even though you won't. I'm like, oh my gosh. Did I bring a weapon on me? Like, no, I didn't bring a weapon on me, but I'm still scared they're going to catch me doing something. Um, so with this, I was like, don't look at another section accidentally. Like, they're going to kick you out. It totally, obviously didn't happen. Basically, I'm glad it's over with, except I have to study for it more. And also, I get to take it two more times in December and January. So 
you will be hearing about this one again. Um, something to relieve me from the SAT, aside from the shows I watched, is my dog, because he's perfect and adorable and a tiny, actually not that tiny anymore. We thought he was going to grow up to be 20 pounds. He's already 20 pounds, and he's only almost like five months old, so he's going to be 30, apparently. So that we weren't planning on that one, but he is this perfect black cockapoo. He likes looking at himself in the mirror now. We have a mirror in our hallway that's a pretty big one, and if he's feeling bored, he goes over and barks at it or lunges at it. You don't understand that that's you and me. I think he thinks we have a whole other dog that we're keeping away from him because, you know, I don't know what goes on in his head. I wish I did. I have a video of months ago of him um, looking at himself in the mirror and trying to touch it and then barking at it and then running away and then coming back. He's just, it's like a baby blowing bubbles at themselves in the mirror and trying to figure out who that is. It's really cute and I wonder if he'll ever figure it out. So that's a big relief is um, coming home from that and being able to have a dog and that other dog that he somehow can't ever seem to touch. And I know it's not as relatable as like pro bird rights. I would say if you have a dog or if you have internet, I would Google dogs looking at themselves in the mirror because it's pretty adorable. There's got to be something out there. With the number of cat videos there are online, you can definitely find a dog looking at himself in the mirror in a video. So yes, that is what I would recommend if you feel stressed out. Well, this episode is making me sound really weird based off of what I'm obsessed with and what I think is funny for oversharing is that I really love watching the QVC for some reason. I find it really like hypnotic and meditative. It's like all you gotta worry about when you watch QVC is how many shirts they have left of this one kind. It's just pretty great. It's great watching people just talk about nothing for so long. It's like, it's mesmerizing. My mom calls me a loser when I watch it, but it's so interesting. I could just watch it forever. I only somehow manage to find it at other people's houses or when I go to Kansas City to visit my grandparents in, at uh, Christmas. I would say that however lame it might sound to you, do it if you're feeling stressed out because it's really, it's just kind of great. You just see them talking about all the qualities of random products. Then you hear other people talk about how they bought them and they slowly introduce more things and they have models wearing them in all different styles that are really the same style. I don't know. I love it. Pretty great. So that is my little bit of oversharing, which makes me sound like a total loser. Yes, QVC is something that sounds lame, but it's totally interesting. But maybe I just like things that are kind of a cozy feeling while I'm freaking out about junior year. So now a misconception, which is something I've been noticing for a while, and I'm very likely to talk about it some more because it could go on and on and on. Something I've noticed is that stores often tend to market toward teenagers. When you market toward teenagers in such a blatant way, we tend to not like it. Like, I noticed Joe Fresh, their whole thing is, oh, we're young, we're young, we're young. But I actually went in there once with my mom, and I was like, all of this stuff looks way too old for me and doesn't fit as a young person. It's like they're pretending that they're for young people, but they're not. Young people that are going to be really into clothes, we want to get stuff that's probably marketed toward adults because it's frustrating to try to find things, and all you can find are things that either really old people are wearing, trying to look young, or really young people are wearing, trying to look old. Like when 13-year-olds are wearing things... I don't know, maybe that's the goal of the companies, is to say we know if we market this toward teens then younger kids will come buy it. It's very frustrating to look for cool clothes for yourself and all that's out there is Abercrombie and Fitch, like, oh, we're for cool, pretty teenagers. Well, I don't want that because that's what my friends had when I was in sixth grade, first of all, and also you're mean to people that aren't skinny and 
beautiful and, you know. For example, some of the things I've noticed about stores that are really marketing toward teens are really popular music that everyone's kind of sick of hearing. We don't actually really listen to that that much, except if we're at parties, but if you look on someone's phone to see what music they have, it's generally going to be some indie thing that stores wouldn't play unless it's a really cool store. Darker colors, I feel like, are often in older person stores, whereas really bright colors are in teen stores, you know, quote unquote. Um, I just feel like that image of funny sayings on your t-shirts like, oh, I'd rather be eating pizza right now. Well, why am I going to walk around with that on my shirt? The only people I actually see wearing those shirts are like 30-something adults and 12-something children. Um, because I just, I don't, I don't want that. I'd rather have something interesting and cool that I would see one of my favorite people wearing than some snazzy saying that's only going to be fun for a second. And most of the ones that people compliment me on are from Missouri. I mean, it sounds crazy because, like, you know, that's not normally what people think of when they think of where you would buy hip clothing. But um, there are some really cool stores in the most random places, and my favorite is Standard Style. There's no place where I would find such a concentrated amount of things that I know I'm gonna like. So if you have any places in New York City that you think a 16 year old like me would like to try, please let me know at elizastarting at gmail.com. That's E-L-I-Z-A starting at gmail. So thanks for listening. Listen next week because who knows what we'll be into in seven days.